Next on BYU Sports Nation, talent over experience or experience over talent. Last night, the veterans at UConn won a national championship in basketball. How this applies to BYU basketball next year. Plus, BYU spring football wrapped up and just in time for a big wedding. David Nixon on Cougar football 2014 and how his family ties grow even stronger within the football family. Plus, senior soccer standout Nikki Fernandez, NCAA tournament chaos, and the BYU mathletes continue to impress. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now live from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Brian Logan. Brian Logan. Tuesday, April 8th, I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with the pride of Fremont slash Antioch, California. Also the best-dressed man in Utah County currently. Hashtag Logan Takeover. You're welcome. That's right. Wherever and however you may be joining us, great to have you with us. More of the hashtag Logan takeover today, obviously, Brian. We've already got tweets coming in. At World Trade Man says, I'm so glad to see Brian on TV. He's enthusiastic. Proposed new show, Brian's Brain. <laughs> Vetoed. No, I like you, man, but we're not. Bri- nope. Nope. Brian's, Brian's Brain. This is the full takeover. It's just, it's just trans. We're just doing small transitions. This is Brian's Brain Brian's on brain. BYU TV. I like it. Okay. I like, I like that. I like it. Uh, also, BYU women's goalkeeper Erica Owen, she's graduating. Uh, she has a tendency to flirt with the freshman boys uh, down there by the by the goal, and uh, and she's she's not hiding from that at all. In fact, during the Y Awards, she said that she had four championship rings, conference championship rings, but she had one ring finger left open, and, and that was for a wedding ring. And so she was jokingly asking for dates. We we have somebody, we have a few people, actually, that have uh, have put themselves out there for Erica. We'll ask her teammate, Nikki Fernandez, about how to make that happen. She's like, she'd like to put a ring on it. That's what Beyonce said. <laughs> you got to sing it, dude. I, you know, my, my voice is, is like an angel. Oh, it's like an angel. Stop. It's like an angel. Okay. I don't, I don't want... To uh, Prove you know, it. take I don't want to take the spotlight right now. That's that's for a different. That's for, that's for Brian's brain. That's, Bri- that's for that show. <laughs> Beyonce <laughs> limited solely to Brian's brain. Join our conversation twenty four seven using the hashtag BYUSN. Link, link up across BYU Sports Nation wherever, whenever, and get involved in our Twitter conversation today. We are asking you, what are your way too early expectations for BYU basketball next year? This coming off of a national championship game last night that saw UConn defeat Kentucky, the Huskies' fourth championship uh, since 1999. And uh, Kevin Ollie, their second-year coach, gets his first. But we're thinking about the Cougars, obviously, and, and how they get to that elite level. And what are, the, what are the real expectations for them next year as they try and not just get to the tournament but, but win a game or two? Brian, what are your expectations for BYU basketball next season? You're gonna think I'm crazy. Oh, here we go. But you know, I'm, I'm gonna. There's here's three. Here's national three. championship. Uh, a no, and I'm not gonna go that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna go that far. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the, uh, kind of sort of in the middle. Well, kind of that far. Uh, conference championship. Right? Okay. Um, which is which is doable. Uh, uh, win the win the tourney. Right. Okay. Doable. Uh, and then make it to the elite eight. Wow. Okay, so you want them to win their first ever regular season title in the West Coast Conference. Yep. You want them to win their first conference tournament since 2001. Yep. And you want them to get to the Elite Eight. Yep. YOLO. What? Okay. <laughs> you know, I'll be happy with one, like, I would love a regular season title and winning a tournament game. I've said that before. I would love that. You know what? You gotta go. Gotta go big, man. I, go, I, I don't. It's not that I don't go hope. Home. It's not that I don't go, hope for that. Go hard or go home. I hope they win every game, but... Expectations wise, so you I'd, want them to be undefeated. 
Well, who doesn't? Undefeated national championship. <laughs> who doesn't want right? that? <laughs> it's not going to happen, but like, yeah, yeah, you want him to win every game. Listen to BYU Sports Nation, Noon Eastern on BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel 143. Watch our simulcast live on BYU TV and on BYUtv.org. If you like it, then you should put a ring on. There we go. See, dude. There we go. See? Now I couldn't uh, get nice out of my head voice. until that's, I did that's it. That's a nice voice. That's, you, got a, you got a good voice right there. I feel really masculine right now. We, we should uh, get together after the show and, and make a... Make a song. Oh. <laughs> put it on. The, let's put it on on a, on a track, man. Let's okay. do it. We need to move on. Rise and shout! <laughs> it's time for what's trending. What's trending in BYU Sports Nation? Topic one: Talent versus experience. It's exciting about, I think, this roster right now going forward, and the the, the fourteen fifteen team is uh, there's some real high level guys that are going to play with some. Guys who have been really good here at BYU. And let's see how it all fits together and see how they kind of work. We sat down with Dave Rose, the head basketball coach of BYU Hoops, uh, on uh, March 31st, I believe. It was. So, yeah, it was a Monday. And we asked him some really uh, intriguing questions, and, and he gave us some intriguing answers. And I say, I say that because that, that was the same interview that brought out the Matt Carlino has never had the transfer conversation with me, and then the next day Matt Carlino transferred. So uh, one of my favorite interviews of the year, and, and Dave Rose gave some great answers. That being about the experience that this BYU basketball team has moving forward, the opportunity that they have ahead of them because they had no seniors on the team this year. Well, the national championship got Brian and I thinking, do you want experience or talent? talent. What would you rather? If you could only have one, talent. what would you take? Talent. Why? Why, ta- why, ta- why talent over experience? Talent, talent wins games, and when you win games, you win championships. Didn't win it last night for Kentucky. Experience, experience won it for UConn. UConn, UConn has four seniors, right? They have, y- yes. have about three, three freshmen. Uh, they have Kentu- a senior leader point guard, Shabazz Napier, that could have gone to the NBA last year but came back. Right, to, 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 to win a championship. And he did. Kudos to him. But Kentucky has, what, all, all, of, all five starters are, are freshmen? Something like that. Right? Something like that. Uh, and, and, and for them to get, um, get to the stage, right, get to the, the, the national championship game and compete with experience ha- without having any experience, I think, that, I think that, that says a lot about talent. I think it does. And, and, and see, this, this, is the, this, is the, this is the thing, too. If you have experience, but you have no talent, it's irrelevant. It's all for nothing. If I, if I am on the bench for four years of my career and I get, uh, maybe I average uh, 15, you know, 11 minutes a game. Maybe I average seven points a game, something like that, uh, for, for my season, throughout, for my, for, throughout my career. Uh, and, and I'm a senior, what am I? What, what does that do for my team? What am I? What am I doing? Just because I am a senior and I have that experience and I've I've played, you know, four seasons, what what, what does that what does that do for me? But if I am a freshman that can go to the NBA, my next year, yes, that that yes, that, that, that that does that does everything that, that makes the difference in the world. Yes, the NBA game is an entirely different game, though. We have we have we have put the the bubble of college basketball around this topic. And in college basketball alone, do you want talent or experience? So you're telling me you would take Aaron Harrison of Kentucky 
over a guy like Tyler Hawes at BYU. Both elite scorers, but one of them has experience and knows how to play in a system because he's been doing it for a number of years. Yes, I would. You would take Aaron Harrison over Tyler Haas. I would. Why? I, would. I, I like I like I like Tyler. You know, I'm I, I am BYU to 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 you know my soul, but it, to me, it's something about uh, talent over over a system, and 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 playing just a, a, a glimpse of of professional sports. You know, in, in the CFL and, and arena football, I really saw how how much talent. Uh, was was a was a better benefit over experience. It, it it really it really is, and I know that it is a it's a team game, right? You know, but at the end of the day, it is a it is one on one. I don't I don't care if it's basketball, football, baseball, whatever the case is. To me, and this is my opinion: is at the end of the day, when you get down to it, when you get down to that to to, to that play that that that's going to you know make or break you, win the game, lose the game, it is one on one. It is one on one. When it's time I, to, to, to shoot the game winning shot, I get that you need individual playmakers. But Tyler Haas is an individual playmaker, but he has experience. Here's the good part, Brian: BYU is enjoying. A little bit of both of those next year, and that brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. It is wait, 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 we, five. Oh yeah, we, we, got, we, the we, we got the We forgot the best. Uh, 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 yeah. Okay, what we'll throw that one in tomorrow? That, okay, okay, I, I see it. That five. Was good. It is Cinco. Five. Five seniors next year after none this season. Tyler Haas, Nate Austin. Skyler Halford, Anson Winder, Josh Sharp will all be seniors on this BYU basketball team. How can that not help them? How can that not make them better? I think with leadership, it, it, it's definitely going to help. But when it comes down to you know playtime and, and points scored and, and, and the stats, I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, you look at a guy like Josh Sharp, uh, who averaged 1.4 points, 2.4 rebounds a game, hours 11 minutes. How does that help? Well, it can't hurt him. I'm not saying saying that Josh Sharp is a bad player. I'm not saying that at all. But you you look at what does he bring to that to that team? What does he bring to the table? He can jump out of the gym. He's a good rebounder. Does one does one point four points? Is it one point four points? How does that help win games? How does that help get you into? The NCAA. It's not all about points. It's not all about points. That's why... 2.4 rebounds. Pure scoring talent. 2.4 rebounds. How does that help? Let Josh Sharp play 40 minutes a game and see how many rebounds and and what he does. Like It's all about what you do with the minutes that you're given and the experience that he has. Like Dave Rose knows that if he needs someone to go get a rebound and and needs someone to play physical and has five fouls and knows how to operate under a team umbrella... He can go to a but, guy like but Josh if, Sharp. But if, if if BYU gets a freshman that's coming in, that's just a stud, right, or somebody coming off their mission, whatever the case be, and they are able to, because of their talent, they're able to average, I don't know, let's say 10 points again, right? Let's say they average five rebounds again, as an example. Josh Sharp, who is a senior, right, looking at his stats this year, what, what, what he's done, 1.4 points, 2.4 rebounds. Okay. As an example, right? Okay, so so, will, so, so, so again, <laughs> you have the talent, that talented freshman is is going to bring a lot more to the table 
than a senior like Josh Sharp. Yeah, I'll take Aaron Harrison over Josh Sharp. But I won't take Aaron Harrison over Tyler Hawes. Come think, on. Okay, one-on-one, who wins? Tyler Hawes, because he can shoot anywhere. He can shoot anywhere. He can shoot the ball anywhere. So how many game-winning shots did Harrison have? <laughs> In the tournament? Okay, I'll give you that. He hit some big shots. But how many clutch shots has Tyler Hawes hit? He's hit some, a number. Notably against Texas. Okay, this is this is a very very intriguing debate we have going on. This is good. What are your way too early it. expectations for BYU basketball next year? That is our Twitter question today. Elite eight at blue twenty two says, "Gotta win a tourney game." You're with me. Win a tournament game, then then you've reached. That's the expectation for BYU every year. Get to the tournament, win a game, win a conference championship. So why not start with those things? That's, uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. I said that, but I'm going deeper. Yolo, you only live once. Elite Eight. (laughs) Keep your responses coming using the hashtag BYUSN. Another alumni day of sorts on the BYU campus. This one includes an alumni game tonight. That's coming up next on BYU Sports Nation. And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to the show. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan. Hashtag Logan Takeover. Live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. It airs weekdays, noon Eastern. What is that smirk? I think I, I'm, I had, what I just, that, I what had a that smirk. Light, a light bulb went off. Boom, bing, bing. I don't know if we can make that sound. Bing. I'll make it though. Bing. Uh, I'd like uh, Logan's brain instead of Logan's takeover. <laughs> Logan's brain. Logan's brain. What have we done? What have we done? Okay, the, the show airs weekdays, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143, BYU org, and the BYU Radio iOS app. Watch the simulcast live on BYU TV. We just got a tweet, uh, <laughs> in, and th- this is a well-played tweet, at Bridger Hill says, I've already seen this show, hashtag BYUSN, in talking about Brian's brain. And he has tweeted out a picture of Pinky and the Brain from the old cartoon Animaniacs. <laughs> With Brian's head uh, put on in front of Brain and me on Pinky. So thank you, Bridger Hill. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Brain. I'm super glad. Yeah, I believe believe my line is, "Uh, Brian, what are we going to do today? Do do what we can do every day. Try to take over the world. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Take over BYU Sports Nation. And we have... Yeah, yeah, we went there. We went there. Uh, what are your two early expectations for BYU basketball next year? Keep your tweets coming using the hashtag BYUS. And let's bring in our first interview on set, senior soccer standout, Nikki Fernandez, also my fellow alum, Northridge High School, <laughs> Leighton, Utah, represent. You should have saw these guys. They were throwing up gang signs. I almost got scared for a second. No, you know, I, didn't, I didn't know what, was, what yep. was going on. I was scared for my life. I tried to maybe hide my wallet. Gang, <laughs> gang signs, man. <laughs> I never thought I would hear gang signs in BYU Sports Nation yes. associated well, in the same you topic. Know, you guys are throwing them up. I don't, know, I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, it's good to have you here, Brian. Not. Hi, Nikki. Back to Nikki, gotta, the real focus of the show right now. Spencer, we have a beautiful young lady here. That Thank we do. You. Okay, Nikki. Uh, coming off uh, another impressive season, the BYU women's soccer program uh, is, is one of the elite programs in the country. Uh, but you specifically are dealing with a unique scenario in that uh, you've had some medical hardships and, and you're trying to get another year of eligibility. Update us on uh, what's happening with that situation. So right now I'm in the middle of applying for a sixth year of eligibility. And to do that, you have to basically prove that you had 
um, two years out of the five that you're basically forced not to play. So it's been quite the process of gathering paperwork and writing letters and collecting letters from former teammates and all that kind of uh, that kind of thing. But um, we're at the end of the process, and I'm hoping to find out at the end of this month. So okay, cross your fingers. Fingers crossed <laughs> for Nikki Fernandez to get a. <laughs> Well, I don't believe in crossing fingers. I, I, I believe in, in praying. Know, in, in praying, yeah. <laughs> prayers, prayers work. Pr- fingers crossed up. We'll, Brian's we'll, trying to we'll prayers and thoughts my way. Yes. We'll be, we'll be praying. Brian's trying to hijack yes. this show. I, <laughs> here, I'm just, hey, I'm just, you know, I, I'm just saying. That's just what I believe in. Whatever. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit confused because um, I, I know a little bit about the process and how it works. Uh, let me ask this question really fast. Have you, you redshirted, correct? Just just a regular red shirt where maybe your skill level wasn't there, maybe the coaches decided let's hey let's let's develop you a little bit more not quite okay so <laughs> okay. so you so with the with so but with the so so I'll, I'll make this a little bit clear so there's a red shirt right and then there's yes. a medical red shirt yes so red shirts are usually for for freshmen that come in they're not developed for whatever reason coaches say hey let's take another year let's develop you and then there's a medical red where you get hurt you know tear something you can't play for the rest of the year and so you have a medical red shirt and so where my my confusion is is that uh if you have used a a red shirt then and and then you then let's say say your freshman year and then let's say uh you know 3 years later you 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 get injured uh, you can't use a medical red. They then take that red shirt that you used as a, as your freshman, you know, your, your freshman year. Use that count count that towards. So, so you end up so using you end up losing a year, kind of like Jordan Johnson, the football team. Right. So what's the exception? I guess is what Brian is asking. So I actually transferred here. So I went to a different uh, school and okay. was not released. So I had to sit out a year, and I went to a community college here in Utah, and then. Um, with the intention of losing that year of eligibility, I went to that school, and then BYU left the conference. So I was able to get that year back. So then after my second year of college, I made it to BYU, and that was like my, I guess the year I sat out was like my redshirt year. And so when I got here, I was like a redshirt sophomore. Mm, okay. Okay. There that, it is, that, Brian. That, does okay, that, that adequately that, answer that, your question? That, that does. It does. Sorry, sorry, I'm a, I'm a little bit slow. You play football, you get a lot of no concussions. Worries. Yeah. You know, and and so Brian's you know, brain is currently not functioning scram- properly. It's, it's, it's scrambled sometimes. I gotta I gotta readjust it. Okay, we have a chance to get a look ahead at next season uh, with the BYU soccer team this week. Got an alumni game tonight, and then uh, a spring outdoor tournament. What's on the agenda for for your program this weekend? So this weekend we um, are hosting our outdoor tournament that we do every spring, and we will be playing Utah State and Utah at okay. Noon yeah, that's a good start. Four. Yeah. Yes. So everybody should come because yeah. it's going to be awesome, and we get to play on Southfield. So that's going to be awesome. Nice. Um, our coaches wanted us to have a chance to play on Southfield beforehand, so we're doing a alum- an alumni game tonight. So we'll be playing alumni. I don't know who's going to show up, but they um, I, we're excited to. How play. much trash talk is involved in the alumni game? <laughs> um, I don't know who's going to make it to the alumni game, but uh, we get to play um, some of our ex players and. It's the ones that are closer to our age. Uh, we get to see them a lot more, so it's easier for us to talk. Okay, <laughs> if, if you can, if you there can will be one, trash talk. If though. you can, probably, yeah, okay. If you can, na- oh no, that, that's a guarantee. <laughs> if you can name one one player 
that you would want to play against and you want to show up, who would it be? Oh, my goodness. Um, he just wants you to call somebody out. Yeah. I, 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 well, I don't. I I'm hate just, this person, I'm and I want saying. to take it to him. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I had an opportunity I, you know, to, to play against somebody, then you know, I would definitely want to take advantage of it. Who would you want to play against, Brian? <laughs> Steve Young. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Steve Young. I don't care who the receiver is. I, just, I would just want to get an interception. Or a pass breakup. But let's not have the focus on me. Okay, let's let's, let's just go back to Nikki. Go back, okay. <laughs> yes. Do you mean like anybody? Or well, any alumni. women's alumni? soccer player? Alumni. BYU alumni. alumni. Wow, that is a tough question. Uh, I don't know. Okay. There's too many. See what happens with so Brian's many. brain? Stumps her again. You don't, you, don't have, you don't have to. If you, can, you can tell us later if you think of somebody. <laughs> okay. okay? The upcoming 2014 season, uh, coming off uh, another season where you went to the NCAA tournament, you beat Weber State, you lost in the second round. What are the realistic goals and expectations for the BYU women's soccer team next season, in your mind? Um, well, I mean, from last season, we don't usually like try to re- reflect too much on the previous season. We had a good season, but this new co- um, 2014 season is a completely different team. And uh, we've had a great spring season, so we're all re- very excited for the fall season, especially with our incoming freshman class coming in. They, they're awesome. They've had a lot of experience playing together, and I think they'll help our team out a lot. Nikki Fernandez, uh, her team is competing in the spring outdoor tournament against Utah and Utah State this Saturday, Southfield, with games at noon and four, correct? Utah yeah. State first and then Utah? Or yeah. is it, okay, so the Aggies first at noon, and then they'll take on the Utes to team up north at four o'clock. Uh, I have another light bulb that went off. You, you <laughs> said your incoming freshman that came in and, and really helped out. You guys, you know, gelled together and, and, and you guys, you know, played some great games. Um, what is, what's your opinion on having talent versus experience? Because you guys can, you know, as you know, as a senior, you can have, you know, seniors that have, have experience. They, they've been through the program. They've been through those tough situations. They know how to train. And then you also have those freshmen that come in that, you know, kind of had that, those deer and headlights look like they don't know what's going on. The game is fast, but they can also be very talented. Maybe they're a little bit more talented than the seniors. So what would you rather have? The, the talent, like the supreme elite talent that are freshmen or still talented players, but maybe not top recruits, but they have experience in their juniors and seniors. What, if you had a team to play with, what would you opt for? Um, well, can I do both? <laughs> you can do I'm whatever you want. Nope. I, nope. I think, honestly... I mean, even though incoming freshmen haven't had a lot of experience playing with us or at the college level, um, I think more what it comes down to is, like, effort. Um, our team, we have a lot of talent, but we focus so much on, uh, like, physical fitness. And at the end of the day and at the end of the games, I think for most of our games, we've just been able to outrun teams that are maybe more talented than us. But we work really hard. So. You hearing this, Brian? No, no. Are, what are what you, she's saying is, this, what she's saying is, hard work beats talent. She's Will not saying skill. she's Will not saying skill. experience beats talent. It's a two. It's, it's totally different. So you're, but you're saying you would rather have. I saw kind of the the smirk and the lean a little bit towards talent. Is that right? You'd rather have talent oh, than experience. Did you see that? I, yeah, you kind of you kind of leaned a little no. bit to the right. Don't tell bit. her what she's feeling. What, what I, she's doing? I didn't tell her what she's feeling. I'm just show, I'm telling her what she did. It's different. She was leaning a little bit to the right towards talent. So I mean, if you want to say, how do you say, know that talent was on my right? I, 
see the see 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 your uh, the logo. Point Nikki. See, see the see the Brigham Young soccer logo on your right side. Yeah, I that's where it. it is. That that's why the talent goes there. Too. <laughs> okay, okay. Your, your team won the Y Award for Game of the Year. You're losing to Oklahoma with seven minutes to play. You scored three goals in a five minute span. People say, "Hey, watch the last seven minutes." Those three goals actually, it was about five minutes. Uh, what did what did that uh, mean to your team to win the Game of the Year and and do that in the way that you did? Oh my goodness, that was one of the coolest games I've ever been a part of. I mean, the whole game leading up to that was quite frustrating. But um, for us to come back, that just gave our team confidence and um, helped us know that, like, Giving up was not really an option for us. Yeah, <laughs> Nikki. Really Fer- awesome. Yeah, Nikki Fernandez, senior soccer standout of BYU, on with BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan here in Studio B. You're you were a nominee for Comeback Player of the Year, coming off of a torn ACL, which is a brutal injury. You made it back. You performed well. How did that experience change your outlook, not only as an athlete but uh, as a student and as a person? Well, it was. A sad time in my life. Um, I wouldn't say I was depressed, but I was pretty close to it. Sure. (laughs) But uh, that experience helped me realize that soccer was what I did and not not who I was and not who I am. Mm. And it was Mm. hard because I love love the game so much. But every single day, it got better. And I cried tears of joy when I was able to lift my leg off the ground. How ridiculous is that? But... um, I'm very grateful for the whole experience and for the opportunity I had to come back and and play. So um, I wouldn't wish it upon anyone, but I'm grateful for the strength that I gained. Great to have Nikki Fernandez back playing with BYU Soccer. The last question I'll ask you deals with one of your teammates who is graduating, Erica Owens, uh, who lobbied for a wedding ring at the (laughs) Wild Wards. And and now she's getting she is getting date requests on Twitter. how can we? How can we actually make this happen? How can we? How can we? How can we pair these people up? Is she serious? Blind, blind dates, maybe. Um, honestly, yeah, I'm sure <laughs> she would. I'm sure blind she dates. would be okay with it. Blind dates. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to talk when we go to break about how we can get your your teammate Erica Nikki set could be up the, meet the, the the middleman we with can. some of our BYU Sports Nation uh, fans. Before you go, Nikki, we want you to sign our BYU Sports Nation Rise Up flag okay. if you wouldn't mind giving us your autograph. I would love to. It's a tradition we have here on BYU Sports Nation. Great to have you. And uh, get you. out, check out the women's soccer team on Saturday in their spring outdoor tournament against Utah State and Utah at noon and four o'clock Mountain Time at Southfield in Provo, Utah. BYU football former star David Nixon joins us to talk spring ball, linebackers, and a BYU royal wedding. This is BYU Sports Nation. This is Bronco Mendenhall, and you are in BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan live at BYU Broadcasting. Follow our show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can follow me at Spencer underscore Linton and Brian at Brian's brain. No, I'm just kidding. It's at, <laughs> at Brian Logan Seven. He's changed his Twitter I'm handle. Change to Brian's brain. <laughs> Brian's brain seven. Uh, get involved with BYU Sports Nation via simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV weekdays noon Eastern. See the shenanigans that you have been hearing. Recapping some of our top headlines. Of course, BYU wrapped up spring football and BYU basketball. Looking ahead to next year, what are your Way too early expectations for the BYU basketball team next year. Brian says Elite Eight, Conference Championship, Conference Tournament Championship. I say give me one of the championships and a tournament win. Keep your responses coming using the hashtag BYUSN. Our second guest today joins us live 
uh, via the phone, and that is David Nixon, former BYU football standout, current BYU TV analyst. We'll start with spring. Actually, you know what? We're going to start with the BYU royal wedding, David. Is that okay? And we we have <laughs> dubbed that Taysom Hill, uh, who is going to be your brother-in-law, marrying your sister Emily, that they have now taken on the BYU royal wedding. Are you okay with us uh, naming it that? You know, I think that's uh, I think that's very fitting. Yeah, sure, that works. <laughs> Dan, how do you how do you feel about that? We I mean, we we talked about it, you know, earlier this year with with uh, Taysom, you know, marrying your sister, and, and we talked about Big Brothers being overprotective, things like that. How does it yep. feel now that it's being reality? It's it's surreal now. You guys are really close. How how does that make you feel? Yeah, we're real close. We're like team minus three four days. We're getting married on Saturday. Um, no, I, I, it's it's fun. It's exciting. He Taysom's a great guy and. Uh, you know, after getting to know him a little more, obviously, most recently, um, getting, you know, it's just, it's a good, it's a good situation. I, I'm excited for him, um, and they're excited, which is most important. But, uh, you know, now, whenever I'm commentating on the games, I'll have to be careful what I say about him. <laughs> David Nixon on BYU Sports Nation, former BYU football standout and dual threat analyst for BYU TV. We're projecting royal and white wedding colors. I, I don't know. Maybe that's still up for debate. Uh, your family, at least with footballs, is kind of the royal family for BYU Sports Nation. Of course, there's you. And then Craig Bills married your other sister and Taysom and Emily about a week away. Dude, the turkey bowl is going to be off the hook at the Nixon household. How can Brian and I get involved in that? Yeah, that's uh, it's going to be tough. You have to be over six feet two inches, so <laughs> both of you, both your hosts. Oh, oh man. yikes! Wow. That's, hey, that's well played, David Nixon. I like. I actually like that one. I like that one. Maybe you. Maybe we should have a, another rule that uh, says you have to be 150 pounds. Then I can make it. I don't know about sports. You're 150 pounds, dude. Over 150 pounds. Okay. Over 150 pounds. David Nixon on BYU Sports Nation. Now to the football. Spring football just wrapped up, and Brian and I spent some time talking about this yesterday, but but how beneficial can spring football really be in the progression of a team because you're not playing with all of the parts? I mean, there are still so many moving parts over the summer that are going to be added to this. So how beneficial was BYU's spring football season for this team in August? You know, I agree with Brian. It's, it's tough. It's one of those deals where you're really trying to get the younger kids, the, the kids that maybe were on the practice squad you know, during the previous year. You try to get them some reps. And then, of course, your your starters, you, most of them are being held out or they're kind of nursing some injuries. So um, it's, a, it's a tough deal. And, you know, really what's most important is coming up in the summer where the players get away from the coaches, the players now run the practices, and that's when you kind of can get your continuity. That's where you can be out there with the, your teammates and, and really getting down your routes or your defenses, and um, you're kind of out of the grasp of the coaches, and, and all of a sudden your leaders emerge and, so I really think spring's good because, you, once again, you, you get some reps in, uh, but summer's crucial. And then, of course, you know, fall ball, that's, uh, that, that's when it's most crucial. But, um, you know, the, you, look, you look at the spring ball and who was held out because of injuries and who were kind of coming back off injuries uh, that were kind of limited. Uh, it's tough to get a good look. And, you know, you look, I was at the spring game, and once again, it was, it was tough, to, tough to get a good feel, both the offense and defense, because there's so many missing parts. But, uh, I'm encouraged by you know the the incoming freshmen, uh, the transfers. Those guys are coming in, and the contribution they'll be able to have. And um, I'm optimistic about this upcoming season. Hey, let's talk about something that you are very familiar with, being a linebacker. Uh, and, and this year's linebacking core. I mean, we have Bronson Confusi that that made the switch to uh, outside linebacker from defensive line. And of course, you have Alani Fua. Uh, hashtag feed Alani when he. 
students, when you see him on campus, <laughs> feed him. He needs to gain some more weight. Uh, but how how have you seen uh, Bronson's Kafusi? How, how have you seen his transition? How how has that been this spring for him? Man, it's ex- it's exciting. I, I talked to both Craig Bills and uh, Taysom about this recently you know, over dinner, and we were discussing how um, you know that Bronson. He's just he's just a feared opponent. You, you look at him, and if you're a running back and you're trying to block him um, when he's coming off the edge. I mean, good luck. You've got a humongous human coming at you looking to take your head off as a running back. So I think it's going to be tough to game plan for him and have pass protection against him. And he's just so long that when he does get a chance to lock out a tackle um, or a running back, it's going to be tough to defend. And uh, you know, and then you throw up. I think personally when you see him line up, I think he's felt much more comfortable lining up as an outside linebacker without putting his hand down in the dirt. Uh, and I think this is probably his more natural position. I think originally I was like, man, that's that's a big body we're going to be missing there on the uh, on the defensive line. Uh, but I think with the guys that filled in and, and how he's done this this spring, uh, I think uh, everyone should be optimistic about how you know he'll go out there and play. Um, and then and then of course you add in Elani, who Elani's a stud. We've seen what he can do. And then the, the, the pieces have been kind of shuffled there, middle linebacker, and then the incoming freshman with Fred Warner and Tyler Cook. I mean, it's. I think it could be a special unit this year. And everyone kind of thought, well, with Calvin Noy leaving, it's going to be hard to replace him. But I think uh, I think fans will be surprised at, at how athletic this group will be. BYU TV analyst and former BYU linebacker, also a guy that played four seasons in the NFL, David Nixon, joining us on BYU Sports Nation. When you talk about trying to replace Kyle Van Noy, which probably is a, a once in a decade, maybe once in an every couple of decades type player, then Spencer Hadley, Wani Unga, who was also invited to the NFL Combine, led the team in tackles. How much of a drop-off will BYU have in the linebacking crew this year, given that they have arguably the best linebacking recruiting class and return missionary class coming in that they've ever enjoyed? You know, I, I have to give props to the coaches. I think they've done a great job kind of shuffling around the players. I think there will be a little bit of drop because a lot of these guys are younger, um, not as experienced as you had with uh, Hadley and Van Noy and, of course, Wadi. But um, I, I think you'll see a, a unit that will come out and play together. Um, and I think you'll see a unit that will fly around. You look at Manoa Pakula and Jeremiah Lutadoyer, and those guys like to hit. And, and that's exactly what you want at your middle linebacker spot. Those guys are fearless. Um, they they plug holes. They take on the running backs, fullbacks. I mean, they're they're fun to watch and they're physical guys. So I, I think you have both in the middle. Then of course, you, uh, well, like we said, you have Kafusi and um, Fu on the outside, big, long bodies that cover a lot of ground and pass coverage. Um, I, you know, talking to Taysom, he said, "I hate going against Alani because the guy covers so much ground that you don't know what to expect from him. You know, he he can cover so much ground. He's so long that you try to drop the ball over the top of him, he's most likely going to pick it." And then you think he's not going to get to a spot, because, but because his strides are so long, um, he ends up being there. You know, by the time the ball's there, so uh, it, it's it's exciting. That you know, BYU really hasn't had these huge, long type bodies at the outside linebacker position. So it's going to be something new for fans to see. But I think they'll be surprised and uh, excited to, to see the output these guys have because uh, really they're, they're both very athletic and both big bodies. And, and I think against the run, you'll see you know Bronson setting a great edge forcing everything back in the middle where you'll see your you know, D-line and your linebackers cleaning up. Dave, you mentioned just how good of a job the coaches have been with recruiting. I want to talk about that a little bit more into into depth. Just You, you could take a look at Coach Mendenhall era, and even before that, just some of the great linebackers inside and outside. You know, like Coach Papinga, Brian Kill, you know, obviously Wani and, and, and Kyle Vanner, yourself as well. 
what is it about linebackers and and BYU and why they're so great? I mean, these guys are are going to the NFL. You played in the NFL for a little bit. Uh, is it when you were getting recruited? Was that something in the back of your mind that, hey, this is a linebacker school, I know I have a great opportunity of going to the next level? Or is it more so just the, the coaches and, and, and just their philosophy and, and how they're able to, to teach you guys? You know, I think it's a, it's a mixture of both. I, I, you know, when I was getting recruited, like you said, um, I did realize the history there. You go back to Muirbrook, um, and then you have, you know, it's a long line of, of players that have come through. Uh, you know, you look at Brady Papinga, uh, who, who got drafted high, and um, so the long tradition of, of uh, BYU players, Rob Morris, that that have come to BYU and had success at the next level, and it's it's true. BYU has kind of turned into somewhat of a of a linebacker. U. I remember when I was with the Rams, uh, Brian Kill, myself, and Brady Pinga were all on the Rams uh, wow. as linebackers. They only have you only have an NFL roster. You only have six linebackers on the on the roster. So half of us, three of us of the six, were BYU guys, and so it was a kind of a fun moment nice. to realize, look, this is this is the real deal. BYU is pumping out NFL athletes. Um, that go on to the next level to perform, and uh, and you see that this year with Calvin Noy with Lonnie Unga. Hopefully, he gets back, uh, you know, full strength. But um, I think BYU will continue to pump out these guys, and I think that's why you see guys like Fred Warner and Tyler Cook coming out of high school saying, "I can, I see the success that uh, BYU's had, at, you know, both inside and outside." Um, and and coaches are kind of pitching on it, and, and I think the athletes say, "Hey, look, I got a shot." So uh, I give credit a little bit to the history and to the coaches. I, I think the coaches, you know, Coach Minhall with his. A genius mindset and uh, on the defense side of the ball, and then he's got a great supporting cast of coaches with Papinga um, and the rest of the coaches, Nick Howell, etc. So uh, it's, it's an exciting season defensively. I think this is going to be one of the strongest defensive units. Secondary wise, I, don't, I can't remember a year where you know the secondary was so loaded um, and, and with depth too. And so I think that's the exciting part of it. Um, but all in all, it'll, it'll be an interesting year. bill has got a, an easier schedule, uh, and that's been noted you know many times, but. Easier schedule that here underneath uh, the second year offensively, they'll be able to uh, kind of get going. And then defensively, I think they'll be stout as always. David Nixon with us on BYU Sports Nation. David, Brian and I have an, in, uh, an interesting conversation, debate, if you will, going on here. And that is not a debate if you win. talent <laughs> versus experience. So let's quantify that for you. Let's talk football now. Uh, 11 players on each side of the ball. Would you rather have a starting 11 of good players with with experience, meaning they're juniors or seniors, or would you have 11 freshmen that are five-star recruits? What would you take? I'd take experience every day of the week. Boom! <laughs> of course you would. Okay, so three, Brian, one, Spencer. Okay, that's the score. <laughs> that's the score, okay. No, I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's a intriguing debate, right? And, and obviously a mixture of both is what ideally what you want, but if you had to pick one or the other, um, you need to get a whole bunch of freshmen out there. While they might be great athletes, they can be in wrong positions. They don't understand, you know, if, uh, underneath uh, digs coming across, the, you know, the back and, and a curl coming underneath that or a smash route. They don't understand those concepts. Uh, and so it's tough for them to maybe be in the right position. Whereas in, if you have the experience, uh, you know what routes are coming off certain formations, et cetera, and, and it preps you much better. And, you know, football is such a mind game that, uh, of course, you need to be athletic, but there's a lot of strategy to it. You've got to be in the right spots at the right time, and if you're not, you're going to get burned. And uh, so, ideally, it'd be a combination. But once again, I think I'd go with experience over talent. Uh, you know, talent. this is this is this is interesting. I'm going to take it a step a step further because f- football compared to basketball is is totally different, right? You talk about just the, the body size and the and the body types coming out of high school when you're a freshman in football can compare to to basketball. 
so here we I, go. I, Brian's got to be right. Well, no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I am on your side. I, I now that I, with, with David here, I am on your side with with football. I would, I would, I think I would rather have experience. But basketball, David, what would you rather yeah. have? Talent. Or experience because 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 basketball is different. Guys can go yeah. to the NBA when they're seventeen years old, eighteen years old. LeBron James, you know. So what, that's who, the yeah. exception. What, what that's think? the exception. Kobe Bryant. There, it, it was. We can go. Kevin Garnett. We can go down the list. We're not talking they, they about. Just started changing. We're not talking about five. Kobe we just started Bryants. changing this where guys <laughs> couldn't go to the NBA out of high school anymore. Let, let's let's ask David this. Yeah, I, hey, for, hey, basketball, I definitely take talent. Okay. I mean, all right. ba- basketball is different, too, because you're going one-on-one with guys all the time. One-on-one. They're one. in the middle of the lane, Boom. and they just go one-on-one. In NBA. In the Boom. NBA. Not in college. Boom. In one-on-one. the NBA. One-on-one. Hey, hey Zimmer, Zimmer he, he's taking guys one-on-one all day long. <laughs> <laughs> One-on-one. David, you were my friend for about 12 minutes of that interview and then my enemy for like the last 90 seconds. So I still love you, David. For the majority, I'll give, it, I'll give, it, I'll give that to you. Uh, we remind everybody that BYU football will have the, the likelihood of enjoying both talent and experience in football yes. in, on August 29th. Countdown to Connecticut. 143. David Nixon, 143 days away. Get yourself ready, my friend. I can't wait. I'm, all, I'm ready. All right, enjoy the royal wedding this weekend as well. <laughs> Try not to cry, yeah, David. We'll, 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 I'll post some pics for you guys. Okay. Right. Sounds good. Thanks, David. Yeah, take care. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, we play Big Deal, No Deal, and it includes the BYU mathletes. Oh, yeah, you know you're not going anywhere. This is BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation, sponsored in part by National Processing, credit card processing, for your business needs. Hey, BYU TV's coverage of BYU softball begins this Friday, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, 8 p.m. Eastern, live on BYU TV or on BYUtv.org. The Cougars have two big-time wins on the softball diamond this season, knocking off then number two-ranked Tennessee and then number two-ranked Oregon. Oh, by the way, the Ducks are the new number one team in America. So BYU softball Head-to-head has beaten the number one softball team in the country this year. How about that? Talent over experience, man. I would call that a big deal. No, that's experience (laughs) right there, Brian. (laughs) Speaking of, you know what I want to do right now? Yes, I want to punch you. No, Uh, I want to play big deal, no deal. National processing sponsorship of big deal, no deal is a big deal. Credit card processing for your business needs. Let's get it rolling. Number one. Big deal, no deal. BYU lands Stanford transfer Keanu Nilsson. This is a big deal. How can you not look at this and say, uh, Stanford? Oh, yeah, that's the team that has won Rose Bowls and is a top five team traditionally now. Okay, they're one of the elite programs. Yeah. I don't care if he was a backup and saw limited minutes. The fact that he went to Stanford, was recruited by Stanford, was a top five recruit out of Arizona, that's a big deal. And he's coming to BYU. That is talent that is immediate. It's immediate depth to the already loaded BYU wide receiver core. For, you know, for the first time we're here. We see eye to eye okay. for the first right. time today. Okay. Wait, I, I, I agree with you 100%. I mean, big, big uh, programs like Stanford, UCLA, UCLA USC, their third-string guys can go to the NFL. Those th- Their third-string guys can, can start anywhere. And so huge deal, big impact, whether it be receiving or on special teams, returning kicks, punts. I'm excited. To Who's going to replace do. J.D. Falsell in the slot? I think he has a shot. Oh. I think he's got a shot. Oh, by far, yeah. Interesting. Number two. 
Big deal, no deal, NCAA new rules giving coaches freedom with practices over the summer. Again, this is a big deal because, okay, nine weeks where BYU coaches or any college coach can be involved eight hours a week uh, with the players. They have to technically be enrolled in school, but let's be honest. If the coaches are in their offices and there can be some accountability, guess who's showing up to practice? Everybody. Exactly. That's why it's a big deal. That's why it's a huge deal. deal. So frustrating when I was playing, and David talked about it too, trying to get guys out in the summertime. Guys are going to get married. I mean, you can get married whenever you want. Who cares about marriage right now? It's summertime. Football. Football is what's important right now. Football is only two seconds of your life. You can get married whenever you want. Big deal. It's all about accountability. Number three. Big deal, no deal, BYU basketball having five seniors on the roster next season. This is a big deal because experience (laughs) is crucial. This is a team full of experience and some pretty darn good talent too, but they have experience now. They have veteran players that have been in so many game scenarios. And I will throw this at you, Brian. What won the national championship last night? What won that? Was it the young guys? Or was it the experience that UConn it the, had? It was a talented experience, guys. How many NBA guys from one. UConn are going to the draft? How many, legitimately, how many guys are going to get drafted? One? One? Napier. Kentucky yeah. might have one. all five of their guys get drafted, but who won the national championship? UConn. <laughs> it's, a big, it's a big deal for BYU, I, I would say, yes. It, it is a big deal. I think... You know, I'm, I don't want to say this in a bad way, but I think experience can make up for uh, some lack of talent. Not saying that BYU isn't talented. They are talented. And so when you have that formula, talent plus experience, it becomes a big deal. Number four. <laughs> big deal, no deal. BYU mathletes finished top ten for the second year in a row. All I heard was top ten, so I say big deal. Way to go, mathletes. No, no kidding. I saw a picture of a kid with an, NI, an MIT uh, Massachusetts, what, what is uh, Institute of Technology or whatever it is, and then Stanford and a BYU hat, and he had chosen the BYU hat like he was recruited to like BYU. It, like it was, yeah, like it was signing day. Like uh, they're recruiting mathletes now. I don't. I failed math, so not a big deal. <laughs> no deal. <laughs> no deal. No deal for me. Six stats oh, like five times. That is fantastic stuff. Hey, what are your way too early expectations for the BYU basketball team next year? Coming off a national championship game last night, keep your responses. Coming using the hashtag BYUSN. Up next, your Cougar Whip Around and the Rise and Shout. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. This is Taysom Hill, and you are listening to BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan still hanging out. You know what time it is, brother? Brian's brain. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Golf. At the Cowboy Classic, the Cougar men tied for second as a team, one shot behind Oklahoma. Joe Parkinson, the lead BYU golfer, tied for fifth individually at three under. Cole Ogden just one shot back of Parkinson. At the Cowgirl Classic, the BYU women are tied for eighth with Alex Witt as the top Cougar golfer going six over. She's tied for 13th. Both teams compete in day two today. Softball. Softball team travels across town approximately five minutes and 40 seconds away to face UVU. Uh, the first pitch this evening is at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, the game can be heard on Brigham Young Radio. Baseball. How fast are you driving? Five minutes and 40 seconds? Good grief. Going like 60. <laughs> 
The baseball team travels to the Northeast to take on Washington State today. It's the Cougars and Cougars from Pullman. First pitch, 9.30 Eastern tonight. We remind you, the women's soccer team will hold an exhibition game tonight at Southfield as they take on, uh, take on, they take on a team comprised of former BYU soccer alums. Greats. Game kicks tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. Check out the team uh, at Southfield this Saturday for their spring outdoor tournament against Utah and Utah State starting at noon on Saturday. That's Mountain Time as well. For that. Yeah, I am. Take I'm, on the Utes and the Aggies in the same day. I'm gonna bring my little son, and it's gonna be him. beautiful weather. I'm gonna bring a football though. <laughs> you should. I kind of get him in trouble when he kicks when he kicks balls. I'm like, no, stop, stop that. We use our hands in this house. <laughs> Tomorrow on the show, Jalen Reyes, the libero from BYU Men's Volleyball, talking about how the Cougars are going to bounce back after a tough trip to Hawaii. A rise and shout today. How about at Bridger Hill for the Pinky and the Brain tweet? Yes, that was great. In response to uh, a proposed show idea of Brian's brain on there's, an, there's BYU another TV. one that I saw that had an actual picture of my brain. <laughs> the brain on there. Your actual they, brain? It's my actual brain, yeah. Okay. You should retweet that out. It's my actual brain. I did. I, he I did retweeted retweet. it at Brian Logan 7 If you want to see it, BYU Sports Nation will send it I out did. as well. But it's my actual brain. Thanks to our guests today, Nikki Fernandez and David Nixon. But before we, uh, we finish the rest of that, let's get to your what, do you, what are your way too early expectations for BYU basketball? You got tweets. At Parker Lauren, beat Stanford, beat Utah, revenge UMass loss. Avenge, you mean? Uh, show well in Maui, win the West Coast Conference regular season crown, no bad losses in Sweet 16. So not that much. <laughs> that's, a, that's a YOLO right there. That's, a, that's, a that's right up there with Brian. That's, that's a YOLO. At Justin D. Sweeney, the returning redshirt freshman, Jaron Sweeney, will dispose of his mission legs quickly and get quality minutes. I'm sensing there is some family ties there, mm-hmm. Justin Sweeney mm-hmm. and Jaron Sweeney. Right. At Darrell Behind, big rush of five, Kyle Collinsworth comes back strong. Ty Haas, first team All-American, they win the conference title at least Sweet 16. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, okay. Yeah, I All like right. that. I, like I love that it. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation for show links and much more. Episodes on demand, BYU Sports Nation every afternoon. Shout out to Nick Anderson. BYU Sports Nation back to work tomorrow.